Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Barely Bookish Podcast. Today, we are continuing on with episode six of Kindred, which somehow just keeps getting worse. And I am joined again by Candace. Hi. I just, like, I, again, I guess I'll have to start in chronological order of this show just to, like, break down all my thoughts. But, like, what? My hatred for this show knows no bounds. Like, I know we talked briefly about um, you mentioning that there was like a different, I think, writer on every episode or yep. some and director. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it really shows how disjointed this episode specifically feels like when we start. Yeah. 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 The show is such a bummer. Like it's really bumming me out. Like yeah. the, there was this person on Twitter that I saw yesterday that made like a list of like black woman led television shows that are on right now mm-hmm. just being like hey if you're looking for this here it is and it was lovely yeah. and um i went through it mm-hmm. and kindred was there and i wrote respectfully not trying to trash your thread at all just if anybody sees this do not watch this show it is terrible watch the read the read the book listen to the audiobook. Yeah. There's there's also, you know, an, an analysis show that's really great that you can get on Spotify <laughs> or wherever you get your pods. But do yeah. not, do not watch this show. Octavia Butler is rolling around in her grave. She would have never signed off on this. Do not watch yeah. the show. It will hurt you and it will do you mental harm. You will take psychic yeah. damage from this show. True. Do not watch it. <laughs> yeah. Like in this one specifically, it it somehow glorifies slavery more than yep. the last few. Like, yep. Yep. And like the things they talk about where Dana's like, it's really hard being in the past, like are not that difficult of issues. No, all, the, all the things that everyone's complaining about are like tiny. It's all minutiae. Yeah. And like, I have, I have serious beef. As you go through chronologically, I'm excited to add my beef to your uh, your yeah. notes because I've got like I've got such, I mean I call mm-hmm. me a butcher because I've got fucking sides <laughs> whole ass sides of beef. Like I am I am just, oh boy. Um, that was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. That needs God to be damn. on a t-shirt. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a sticker. Maybe we do a cute little sticker. Yeah. This is what happens when I get fired up, and they fired me up. Let me tell you. Yeah, I'm fired. Like, whew. yeah, whew. I, same. Hot and Big spicy. Same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's okay. Let's just get into it. Let's just tear the bandaid off. Yeah, truly. Oh my god. Um, so we start off the episode with more telling, not showing, of just like Dana being like, "Oh, I feel like the present day is becoming really hazy." Mm-hmm. You know, and like. It's one thing where in the book we get Dana's internal monologue, but her just saying it out loud feels like really cheesy and kind of cheap. I also feel like when Dana feels like the past, like the, like the future is far away, mm-hmm. she doesn't, she's such a sturdy and steadfast character in the book mm-hmm. that like, even though she can feel it kind of slipping away from her a little bit, mm-hmm. like she still is able to maintain a connection with the future in a way that keeps her, that keeps her moving, you know? Mm -hmm. And I very much feel like this is another one of those things. That's the result of them trying to make, you know, 
a multi-season show mm-hmm. out of a book that's fewer than 500 pages long. It's, yeah. It feels, you know what it feels like? It feels like Peter Jackson's The Hobbit. That's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, excellent movie series. Um, mm-hmm. Does the books well, right? There are three mm-hmm. fairly thick books in the mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings trilogy, right? You get three very stout movies that are like three mm-hmm. hours long, rightly so, right? You Your source material is huge. You're packing it all into a, into a three-hour movie. Like, they could have done a miniseries for each book that could have mm-hmm. lasted a million seasons, right? Then you've got The Hobbit. Peter Jackson was like, I'm going to do a trilogy again. No need. The Hobbit is yeah. a much smaller book and there's only one of them. He should have just done a three-hour movie, right? One three-hour movie would have been fine. Even a two-parter, I would have accepted. Mm-hmm. Two, two-and-a-half-hour movies, fine, right? Give me five hours. But, like, don't give me three separate movies, dude. Like, yeah. it starts feeling like there's, like, it, like it's threadbare almost. And that's mm-hmm. what this feels like in this show. It feels like they're dragging things out. Like, for me as an audience viewer, like, as an audience member, like, it has felt long watching it because it's so very deeply unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't felt long because she's been there so long, right? Like she gets there and she gets back in time and Celeste is pregnant. And then in this episode, Celeste delivers her baby. So the fact that she's talking about how hazy it is and how foggy it is, she's been there for like three days at that point, right? Or maybe a yeah. week. Like it's not like she's been there for like months and months at a time, like in the book where she's gone for like, she's there for like a, like a, over a year, I think at one point, like she's there for like, you know, more than one yeah. year at one point and I feel so like, oh, sorry no it's okay go ahead i feel like what they could have done is that they were like hey we really want to turn this into a series they could have said that this is going to be a loose adaptation like they mm-hmm. could have said this is going to be yep we're going to change a lot of things we're going to make it based on but not an adaptation kind of thing like you could have turned it into your own fiction right and made it a series but trying to like adapt the book and like like it's almost like you're like sifting through the smallest little details to Mm -hmm. make it longer which is just not working out for anybody like if you really want to make this a series you could explore that full year kevin is in yep the past you could have done like you could have built the relationships around different people. You, you could see Kevin's point of view. Mm-hmm. Like t- two episodes of Kevin's past, at least, or something like yeah. that. Like Kevin being alone there for a year. Yeah. Instead of... I mean, even even the way the book is divided up, right? With like yeah. when she meets Kevin for the first time. That whole like backstory could have mm-hmm. been an entire episode, right? Yeah. The episodes are anywhere from 35 to 50 minutes long. So mm-hmm. like... Why not just do a whole episode that's devoted to the way that they met, right? Mm-hmm. Like, show what's going on with Dana. Show Dana, you know, I don't know why why Kevin goes back in time with her more than just the one time that he does in the book or whatever. Like, that that to me yeah. is insane. But, like, have, have an episode because part of the understanding that Dana is going through mm-hmm. has to do with how she feels about Kevin before and after she goes home, right? Mm-hmm. And how he acts and what he does and whatever. So in my head, I'm like, do a full episode, right? Mm-hmm. Have, have, you know, your first couple episodes of just Dana going into the past, her coming home and talking to Kevin, Kevin, not really understanding her, him being like, why aren't these fucking books put away? Right. All the shit that like happens in the story for her. And then mm-hmm. 
have an episode where like you see them fall in love and you realize it's not really that great, right? And then maybe 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 the first half of the episode is that mm-hmm. flashback, and then the back half of the episode is wherever Dana is thinking about this, right on the plantation. Mm-hmm. Then the next episode like finishes out that that I the, what happened in the plantation, and then you give the tail end of the story that hey, we're completely alone. Her family doesn't talk to her. He doesn't talk to his family. He expects her to be his fucking secretary and you end with her being fucking really resentful because this is exactly Mm -hmm. what's expected of me on the plantation, right? Being able to kind of show that shift and that dichotomy of the roles that Dana is trying to to, trying to assume for two different white men that are asking for her time is Mm -hmm. what it would have been amazing, right? That's part of what this book is about, right? Is what black women specifically, black people, yes, but black women specifically Mm -hmm. are asked to do and put through right? The pain that we're expected to revisit over and over and over again on mm-hmm. behalf of white people, whether it's something that's positive or something that's seemingly innocuous, right? Yeah. Like, and actually harmful. Like, there's a lot of shades of that, right? And of, of abuse cycles and things like that that happen in Kindred that we just don't mm-hmm. get in this. She's like sitting there fucking like laying around with Kevin in bed. And then like capitalism ahoy, apparently. Like, he's like, oh yeah, whenever I need to like remember the past or remember the future, when I was out there, I was like in the fucking wilderness and I was tripping on acid. So I'm like, okay, so then you had a drug problem too, potentially, yes. not just alcohol. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know, once upon a time when I was like, you know, doing acid in the desert or whatever, it was really mm-hmm. crazy. I was tripping so hard of a big bear, um, which like he says big bear like this woman knows what big bear is. And I'm just like, I would be willing I'm... to bet that only Midwestern black people know what big bear is. Um, I, I know what big bear is because I used to work for a resort company. Um, mm-hmm. Big Bear, I think, is in like Wisconsin or something. It's like a like a resort mm-hmm. town kind of thing. Anyway, so he's on <laughs> the Big matter. Bear doing his acid, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I found my way back by going uh, Walgreens, Walmart, Target, Walgreens, Walmart, Target." And I'm like, "What? Why? 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 Yeah. First of all, Walmart is notorious for treating their black employees like absolute trash." Yeah. So why we're doing Walmart, I don't know. Um, Walgreens, Target. It's just stupid. And mm-hmm. I don't understand, like, what they're doing I don't here. either. The other like, thing I want to mention really quick is most people who have who are alcoholics, like, I feel mm-hmm. like there's not a lot of people who are both alcoholics and drug addicts. So it's like, what are we doing with this man? So What's happening here? That I'll give padding on because when people have a problem, yeah, they're they tend to self medicate. So mm-hmm. there are definitely a lot of people who are just drunks, and there are definitely yeah. a lot of people who are just just drug addicts. But there are people who are addicts for whatever they can get their hands on, okay. right? So like, yeah. if if they don't have any drinks, they'll do drugs. If they don't have drugs, they'll drink. The kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Everything they do is too much because they are an addict, right? Mm-hmm. So that does exist. And that's what makes it even scarier for me because that means Dana's not safe either. If he can't really control himself and you're in a time when like, again, like drugs were something that were kind of nebulous. It wasn't like, Mm -hmm. you know, we have treatment programs for you to go dry out. Like people just accepted that someone was their drunk uncle, right? Like it wasn't like now where that was considered, you know, a bad look, right? Mm -hmm. People were just fucking drunk back then, right? Like Mm -hmm. nobody really would mess you up because you were a drunk or because you had you smoked too much opium or whatever right you might have been like a social outcast but mm-hmm. like it wasn't like today when it was like considered like a disease and a problem we have to solve this right it wasn't like that yeah. so he has nobody looking out for him back then and she obviously doesn't know that he had a problem 
I just so like <laughs> I'm astounded one that Dana has not picked up on it. You know what I mean? Agree. Agree. And then he hasn't said anything. Like, yeah. They trust each other enough to fuck in a bedroom in the past. And like also, right? So she's supposed to be playing the slave on a plantation, but she mm-hmm. stays up all night with him talking and fucking all night in this room yeah. on this plantation. Like, and then like fucking how much battery life does this goddamn iphone have i, I was need to just know. thinking that I need a 2016 <laughs> iphone which we all remember had like three hours maximum like of battery what? life you know <laughs> like yeah that it was the era of portable chargers was yeah, because man. of that iphone like i don't understand it uh, i'm watching it. it and i'm like didn't he fall asleep with this music on, like, a minute ago. And, like, you know they didn't have time to recharge their phones when they got back to their time. Like, get out of here. Yeah. So then, like, the thing that really fucked me up, though, the thing that just really just got me, mm-hmm. that, like, I had to push pause. This was my pause moment. I know when something's bad because I have to push pause and get up and stretch and, and walk around and take a lap because mm-hmm. I get – I have to, I have to you know, walk it off. Um, <laughs> so this man listens to X-Ray Specs. Mm-hmm. He has a healthy adoration of hip hop. Mm-hmm. He has a Gil Scott Heron album in his collection, which mm-hmm. is like ultra rare and most people know nothing about outside of the black community. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then Dana's standing there in the mirror and she's putting a plait in her head, right? She's braiding her hair just into one braid. Yep. Right? Like a French braid or something down the back of her head. Mm hmm. And this mayonnaise man mm-hmm. looks at her and says, oh, is, is that a cornrow? What? Okay. So you know all about black culture. You don't know what a fucking cornrow is, bruh. Literally. You've never seen a Kardashian with a cornrow. You've never seen yeah. Lil Bow Wow with a cornrow. You don't know what cornrows are. This isn't common knowledge to you. I'd argue that in 1999, most white people knew what a cornrow was. It looks like mm-hmm. a row of corn. On someone's head. Does this look like a row of corn? Then it's not a fucking cornrow. Why would he be asking, is that a cornrow? It's like it's like the writers were like, he's white. He doesn't know about that stuff. Fuck Literally. you. Dude. Yes, he does. Why wouldn't he? Everybody cor- knows. Like, what are you saying? Is this a cornrow? I, 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 oh, oh boy. Yeah. I just, like, it's offensive, you mm-hmm. know? It's offensive. It's just so random. You know he's just I mean? like miss. He's just mystifying her black womanhood or something. It's like he's fetishizing her. Oh wow! Teach me about your culture, Pocahontas. Is this a cornrow? Like ew! Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, John Smith. Ew. ew! Ew! It's just I don't I don't get it. Like I really don't get it. Like what are they yeah, trying like, to do with Kevin? It doesn't make sense because you can't have know. the most woke white dude to ever grace this earth on one foot and then on the other foot see this woman braiding her hair and be like is that a coin rope like (laughs) yo like i've never i've never wanted to punch somebody more in my life i don't think like i've never wanted to punch somebody more like i wouldn't punch that actor because it's not his fault but like his character like if i saw him on the street Mm -hmm. i'm throwing hands like i i just i can't i can't i can't like i i i just i oh 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 no oh it's, it's getting yeah. me fired up even now and it's been yeah a whole like 15 hours since i watched this and i'm still mad <laughs> you have two options when you're gonna make this type of character you can either make him the most woke white dude ever 
like they tried or you can make him completely inept with any knowledge of like any other culture except white yes. people yes and, and that's what it should have both. been honestly that's what it should yeah. have been. It would have been more interesting to me if he were like, because again, I, I'm a black person. I am mm-hmm. femme. I am a, a fab, right? Like mm-hmm. I have dated a lot of white men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've gone on tons of dates with white men who know nothing about black culture. And it is hard. Like it is extremely hard. It is not fun. Mm-hmm. Having a dude be like, I wasn't sure if you dated white guys is awful. Having a dude like the first time that he gets into bed with you at night and you put your silk bonnet on so that your hair doesn't break on your fucking pillow and having him ask, why do you wear a hat to bed is awful. Having to explain that the first time to someone is not fun, right? Having someone like see you naked for the first time and then like marvel at the color of your nipples, right? Like just Mm -hmm. weird things that you would, that like, you know, white women don't have to deal with, right? Nobody else goes through that. Only women of color really go through that. And like, all of that is rude and shitty and gross and disgusting. If you want to tell me how beautiful I am, then say I'm beautiful. You don't need to tell me that I am beautiful for a black girl, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's not something you have to say, but it's something they say all the time. Um, So having, having Dana, especially in 2016, Like, it would have been very interesting to have Kevin be a white man who comes from a racist family who's like, I'm better than that, right? Mm -hmm. This would have been awesome. If he was like, I'm better than that, I can date anyone. And he was like a young professional. Maybe he was also a writer like he is in the book rather than being a fucking stupid waiter, right? Mm -hmm. Like- if, if they had been like, you know what, he's a, he's, a, he's a writer, he's a professional, he thinks that he knows everything. And then mm-hmm. he meets her and realizes how little he knows when he goes mm-hmm. back in time. And his first instinct is to protect himself and not her. That would have been a very interesting story yeah. arc, right? Talk to me about what his journey looks like. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have minded him being a main character. If you're going to talk to me about what his journey as a white man in 2016 trying to defy his racist family and prove that he's actually an ally and then is in a position where he has to be an ally. Fuck yeah. Show me that show. That's way more compelling. I want to know all about his struggles. I want to know all about his internalized racism, right? His internalized mm-hmm. prejudice that he's had kind of put into his mind by osmosis. I want to see the moments where he's ashamed of what he thinks or says or does because mm-hmm. he realizes it's a fucking cop out because he's doing what's easy and not what's best. Like, give me that conflict. I live for that shit. Give it to mm-hmm. me. Yes, I love it. It's not even about the fact that he's in it and that he's dumb, right? Like, fine. Give me a dumb white guy who knows nothing about fucking black culture. Throw him into this. Have him have to learn from her. Have him have to take orders from her. Because that's something that that happens a lot, right? I get into a relationship with a white guy. Something happens. I have to tell him something that Mm -hmm. I am an expert on because I have studied it because I'm an educated and intelligent person, right? And he looks Mm -hmm. at me like, well, you can't be, you can't possibly be smarter than me. I can't tell you how many dates have ended that way, right? I can't be smarter than him. That's impossible. He's a white guy, right? How, how could oh. I know more about medieval history? <sighs> oh, you haven't read any magicals, but I've read a whole goddamn book of them? Okay, well, let's break it down. No, I still know more than you because, you know, I mean, if it were, if it were your stuff, if it were your history, then I mm-hmm. would trust it. But this is my history we're talking about here. I'm like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. First of all, my history is your history because I'm yeah. also American. And mm-hmm. second of all, no. Right. Like, <laughs> get over yourself. This but like it happens. I don't have to date anymore. <laughs> listen, like it's it's a jungle out there. Right. Like it's bad. And this is like I mean, I haven't been single in 11 years. So yeah. like this is this is forever ago. This is 2011. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like might as well be a century now. Right. Like yeah. so 
things, I mean, I imagine things are more progressive now, especially with Gen Z, people taking it on themselves to learn more, more media being available to allow people to learn more, right? And have a better understanding of black culture, right? Just insecure alone, I'm sure, is helping a lot of white people better understand black culture. Um, but like, I don't understand why this movie would, why the show, excuse me, Mm-hmm. would like give you this like two sides of Kevin that are clashing like that. Like it's, it, it it's so sloppy. It's sloppy. Like it's, it's, it's downright sloppy. writers and shit. Yeah. Like yeah. this one, you can tell there was not really any reference to Kevin being woke this episode at all. None, none. Like he just not seemed a like a done, 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 done. Hold on. Mm-hmm. He just seemed like a dumb white man. Yep. And that was it. Like, that yep. was his... He was a Mary Sue of white men. Yeah. A, jo- a John Doe? Is that what the Mary <laughs> Sue... Is that, is that what that is? I don't think it exists. Just like a just like a slut is a woman, but there's no man slut. So you gotta have man slut now. So. Mm. A Manny Sue. There you go. There we go. That's fine. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, I agree. Um... We get to the next scene and he's just standing around in regular clothes talking like Patrick Starr and everyone's fine with it. His tattoos are showing. Nobody asks a single question. The oh only people that have tattoos at this time are sailors and native people and probably I where he stands. I don't know if that's Yo, weird or not. No, it, it's not weird. It's it's 100 percent. That's what I'm saying. When I look at him, that's all I see is Patrick Starr. Yeah. Like, he, like there's just not oh, a hey, thought. SpongeBob. Uh, yeah. What are we doing back here in the past, Dana? I don't understand. What? I'm yeah. I'll I'll teach Rufus music. That seems fine. Like, get the yeah. fuck out of here. Go and then, somewhere. Like, both of them being like, "Yeah, it's not that bad. I don't really mind being in the past." I'm like, "You're insane." Like, that's yeah. because they literally are glorifying slavery right now. Yeah. Yeah. But also, it's bad. can we talk about the bedpan for a second? Outrageous. First of all. Mr. Woke Sir Kevin, you're telling me isn't throwing out his own pee? And poop. Did you see the interior of that shit? I did not. I was, it was rough. furiously writing notes. It I was rough. Look. I'm Listen, glad I didn't it, look. It's rough inside. There's particulate. It's rough. It's not good. Why? If, I assume okay. it's also her leavings as well. I don't but know. I'm like, it's the third date and you're shitting in a pot that a man has shit in already? Sure. No. Go off, queen. No. Like, absolutely not. Like... <laughs> Having been around men long enough, I I think they would just go outside. Like, I feel like if anybody I knew nowadays came back into the past with me and I looked at them up and down and I said, if you pee in that fucking pot, you're taking it out. They would just be like, I'm just going to pee outside. Like, it's not inconvenient to just pee outside when you can just stand. Yeah. I don't I'm get. Fine. I don't I'm fine with pee, right? Like it is what it is. It's sterile. It's not a big deal, right? I don't mind. Do what you want with the pee. It's the number two that I'm just like, find a fucking bush. Yeah, <laughs> like find a bush, still... dude. No, I've ha- I have not a cat. around me, not in the room with me. Point go somewhere. Two seconds. If that pee or if any sort of feces or pee or anything. Did not end up in the litter box because sometimes she misaims, which is mm-hmm. why she has a dome now because she mm-hmm. kept accidentally standing inside the little litter box and pooping out the back. So <laughs> she has a dome now because we've solved that problem. But having had that happen, 
and there's nothing in this pot. 0.5 seconds after this occurs, the entire room smells. So you're yep. telling me they just like had sex with the everything smelling like shit and pee? I don't understand. No, I don't, I don't believe Listen, it. Listen, if I can't wash my body before sex, I'm not having sex. So yeah, um, that's oh kind of God. it too, right? Like whatever. <sighs> now I'm not, this is not me judging anybody who can have sex without washing their entire body. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I prefer to know that I'm in a very good space before I'm like, mm-hmm. Let's spread this love, um, personally. I just, I'm astounded. Like, so then Dana goes to the cookhouse after she Mm -hmm. fucking throws out the pot of of excrement. And Mm -hmm. Aunt Sarah has to yell at Carrie and tell her to take off her new dress that Margaret, that Margaret has forced her to wear because Margaret wants everybody to look nice or whatever. And like, they have people Mm -hmm. coming. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... And she, like, gets mad at her mom for telling her to take off this dress. And I'm just like, so you mean to tell me that in slavery, a young woman who's enslaved and who, like, has a hard time. And in the book, it's not like, it doesn't seem like Carrie was, like, born mute. It more feels like Carrie was made mute when she was young. Like, she never learned, she never got the ability to speak because of the environment that she was in. That it was horrible. It was horrific, right? It was was Mm -hmm. a horrible environment. Her brothers and sisters were all sold off. And, like, she Mm -hmm. was all that remained, right? Like, that's the kind of the way that it feels. It feels like trauma less than like, because she's because she's smart. She, it's not it's not a mental issue. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it seems like it's more traumatic mm-hmm. is the reason she doesn't talk. And like you have this girl that's that that can't speak, can't defend herself, completely mute. She's angry with her mom that her mom is asking her to take off a fucking dress that her slave owner gave her, which I don't mm-hmm. think that would have been a big fight between her and her mother. No. And like. Again, I can't stress enough how fucking horrible it is to know that this show, unless they completely change it, like unless they mm-hmm. drastically change it and Dana never was descended from Rufus. Yeah. Right. They're either going to have her fall in love with Rufus and pretend that they have a good relationship, which is going to fuck mm-hmm. up the end of the book because Dana has no reason to lose her arm and like mm-hmm. scramble and struggle away if Rufus doesn't try to attack and assault her and rape her, right? If that yeah. never happens and Rufus is a nice guy, then that completely negates the whole ending of the book, right? Mm-hmm. Number one. So either they're going to have her fall in love with her captor, which mm-hmm. disgusting, yes. or they're going to have they're going to force us as the audience to watch a mute woman who can't mm-hmm. scream, can't yell, can't call for help, cannot ask for any kind of self defense, get raped and brutalized by this boy. Which I'm like, why are those our options? I don't know. I don't know. And like, I get it happens to Alice in the book, right? I understand Mm -hmm. Alice is the one who gets raped by Rufus. Mm -hmm. She finds a way around it by understanding that her safety will not be compromised. And the reason that it makes sense for Alice, right, to Mm -hmm. be like, well, you know, it it could be worse is because it was worse for Alice. It's not Mm -hmm. like with Winnie where Winnie's like, well, at least I get my own room. Like, no, fuck that. That's dumb. Right. Mm -hmm. But Alice has, has, has been visited with such torture from her running away with her with her husband right Mm -hmm. when the dogs attack her and she regresses to childhood and she has brain damage they have to shave her head like Mm -hmm. she goes through a traumatic event so when rufus is like listen you either you either love me and be with me or Mm -hmm. that's it or like or you get harmed physically it, it makes sense why she would be like, I don't want to be harmed physically again. Yeah. I don't think I could take it. This is mental torture. I can mm-hmm. deal with that. I can find a way to make that okay. Mm-hmm. I have kids now that I love, right? That's that's what's yeah. going to get me through each day are my kids, 
Like, yeah. that's a whole other fucking story. Mm-hmm. This is, I am just a person and one day it's I'm not going to be a person anymore. I'm going to be yeah. an object and I'm going to be used and I'm going to be defiled and I'm going to be forced. And then she's going to kill herself. Like, if you're going to just swap her out for Alice, like, I don't know what kind of ungodly, like it, it feels so anti-black lady. If I, if I didn't know that black people had made this and I didn't know that black women had been involved in the creation of this, I'd be like, what, what is this? Like it, it feels so wrong. Like Mm -hmm. every frame just feels wrong. Mm -hmm. Like even when the cinematography is nice and even when it like is well shot, like Mm -hmm. it feels bad to watch. Like it feels so bad. Yeah. Another thing I do have to mention, though, um, just throwing in the fact that with everything also being wrong, um, for some reason, they put completely incorrect subtitles on multiple parts of this show. Like I noticed the, that. Yeah. They like cut out some of the things that they say and then other mm-hmm. times the subtitles are just wrong. Yeah, like with the scene before this with Thomas and Luke. First of all, the scene of Thomas and Luke just speaking to each other. What the fuck is that? Like, they're doing so much wrong. Like, okay, so we have the Carrie situation, which is just like, they've basically eliminated Alice as a character. We don't I get mean, Alice she's just anyway. she's just that she's just that little girl. Like, we see Alice, yeah. but she's just like a passing yeah. figure Alice in Olivia's cabin. Alice to us. Yeah. Yeah. And now they also switched up the relationship between Thomas and Luke in which Luke, like, what should have happened if Winnie ran away would be um, Luke gets whipped. Instead, they just have, like, a verbal fight. Like, they're arguing like they're homies. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, and then, like, so Tom Whalen freaks out because Winnie's gone. And he's, like, screaming at Luke in front of everybody. He's screaming at all of the slaves. And then he, like, trashes, like, some of their food. And, like, throws it on the ground and, like, stamps all over it or whatever. And he looks at Jake, the overseer, and is like, if any of these, uh, if any of these slaves try to fucking eat this off the ground because they're so fucking hungry, make sure they're shot on sight. Just just kill them, right? Mm -hmm. And says, anybody who who gets hungry enough to eat off the the floor like a dog gets shot Mm -hmm. like a dog is basically what he's saying. Which, like, Mm -hmm. first of all, gross. And second of all, okay. So Luke has the authority, I'm sorry, Jake has the authority to murder any slave who gets mm-hmm. hungry enough to eat cornbread, mm-hmm. but also reports to Nigel the slave. Excuse me, Luke the slave. Yeah. Also reports to Luke. So Jake has to take orders from Luke. Luke can talk to Jake any way he wants, up to and including in this episode. Mm-hmm. But Jake mm-hmm. also works for Tom and can shoot any slave that disrespects him. Which is it? I don't know. I don't like, know. I don't which I don't is understand. it. I don't understand the show. What? Which is know. it? Like I don't understand. Like, and then they give people future food. Yeah, Dana feels bad because she's like, "Oh no, it looks like my butterfly effect moment has come, and I've fucked everybody on this plantation by letting this one girl go that was kind of shitty to begin with, right?" Like. Granted, like, shitty through no fault of her own. Yeah. Well, she's right? kind of an asshole. Like, just But was mean... kind of an asshole. Yeah. And you've got this situation mm-hmm. where, like, everybody is starving. Mm-hmm. And Dana's like, don't worry. I've got you. 
Luke, you feel bad? Everybody's mad at you? Because, of course, all the slaves are mad at him because it happened on his watch, right? Which, like, again, I don't know that that would have been accurate. I feel like other slaves wouldn't have been like, fuck you, you let this lady get away. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'd be inconvenienced, they'd be upset, but, like, I don't think anybody would be like, oh, Luke, you and your family are dead to me because, you know, somebody escaped on your watch. Like, that's... Especially also, considering the fact time that he doesn't shit. have breaks. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are they so then they give them, to each other? They give them fucking future food. They give them like Lara bars and shit. And I'm yeah. like, so you're going to give these people who barely have access to sugar. Uh-huh. Right? Like, they probably they never taste shit. any kind of sweets. Yeah, man. They'd be wrecked from our food. Like, oh, wrecked. Yeah. There's so many preservatives in our food. Like, yeah. It's, that would it's, go right through them. Oh, yeah. It would do nothing. It's like giving someone who's been vegetarian for like 18 years an accidental piece of beef and they're yep. just like vomiting for hours on end. Yep. That's what would happen. A- absolutely. Absolutely. And like the fact that like she tries to make this pact with Luke of like, hey, I've got you and your family. And he's like, what about the others? And she's like, I don't have enough for them. Yeah. This is what I got for you. So like, it almost feels like some orange is a new black shit or something where you're like bribing your like bribing somebody to like keep your secret. Like it was just so gross and like out of place. And like, you know, so what he just signs on to fucking fuck over everybody else in the plantation because of this one lady. Like, why would he keep her secret? Like the thing too, that I kind of hate is that, you know, Luke, cares about his kids usually above all else like he cares mm-hmm. about nigel number one that's all he cares yep. about so like actual luke if we were going off the book if he was given food by dana he fully would have just set it aside for nigel that would have been nigel's ration for as long yep. as this went on luke would have yep. starved with everybody else yep so a couple things i gotta mention about this too is that a we have not seen nigel the entire episode He's nope. just been talked about. That's it. Where is Nigel? Like, he's such a main character in the book. Like, he's such a major plot point in the book. Yeah. And then, like, B, why is Nigel, or uh, not Nigel, why is Luke also being Sam, right? It's Sam, I think, that, like, flirts with Dana and wants Dana to teach his friends. To, like, so, uh, Luke so, is yeah, also because Dana, Dana teaches Dana teaches Nigel how to read I think without Luke's permission yeah. in the book. Yeah. Like Luke finds out that Dana is doing that. And then it's like, okay, well, if you can guarantee me he's, he's going to be safe and you're going to fucking take the brunt of this. If someone yeah. finds out, then you can continue kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not like Luke is like, Hey, I need you to help my boy get out, you know, get out alive or blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. Like that narrative doesn't exist. And I really hate the fact that like they keep trying to blur lines to like, clean up the mess that they're making it's like yeah it's like you know when in cartoons somebody's like sweeping and they're mm-hmm. like walking backwards and they're like stepping in the dirt to sweep it up and so they're sweeping it up from the front but then they're just making new tracks behind them like mm-hmm. that's what it feels like like they're trying to clean a house but their their feet are dirty or something i don't know it's terrible like it's yeah. it, it fucking sucks and like the thing that i'm left with so as as we kind of discussed in our in our kindred book podcast mm-hmm. outlander is very, very heavily kind of uh, lines blurred on the plot between Outlander and Outlander and Kindred, right? Like, mm-hmm. 
a white woman goes back in time to face her husband's ancestors versus black woman goes back in time to face her own ancestors, right? They've got parallels. One is more romantic. One is more sci-fi horror. Um, and, and so there's, there's clear differences there, but also the plots are very similar. Yeah. So when you look at the show, right? White women who like Outlander get like 11 to 12 seasons of that shit. Mm-hmm. Of like hot ass Sam Claflin with his fucking shirt off, dripping with water, right? Coming out of mm-hmm. pools, looking soaking wet and sexy, right? Muscles everywhere. They get like real good looking ladies if you're into ladies, right? There's a nice kind of buffet of attractive mm-hmm. people that you get to. Even the villain is pretty kind. It's kind of hot a little bit, right? Yeah. Like you get you get some good eye candy when you're watching mm-hmm. that show. And I get it. It's more romantic than Kindred is supposed to be. But, like, how am I watching this show and everybody's kind of just awful? Like, Kevin's yeah. not attractive at all. Fucking Luke. Luke is handsome, but he's, like, not attractive the way he acts. Like, Jake yeah. is not attractive. Fucking Tom Whalen's attractive, but he's a racist piece of shit, so it doesn't yeah. matter that he's attractive. Like, yeah, the whole... Yeah. But, like, the, but like what... I mean, what are we doing here? I don't know. <laughs> what like, are we doing? You know, I could be distracted by a hot person you know what i mean like yeah. if they made kevin just like outrageously hot for no reason i'd be like you know what girl i get it right i right. get it but like right you know they like have that whole scene of like kevin bathing and him like walking towards the camera shirtless and i'm like yeah this isn't doing anything for me no like, thank I you i don't know if this is supposed to be like darcy coming up out of a pond moment for us but it's it's not doing any it's favors not. No, and that's what I'm saying yet again. So he bathes in public. Yeah. In a river, which Jake is peeing into. Yes. Jake sees him, takes him all in, mm-hmm. sees all those tattoos of skulls mm-hmm. and shit, and doesn't think he's evil. Like, again, you can't even go to certain onsens in mm-hmm. fucking Japan with tattoos. You have to rent a private room because mm-hmm. if people see your tattoos, they might think that you're Yakuza. Like, that's, that's in 2022. Mm-hmm. That that exists. And in 1816, nobody cares that he's got a giant skull on his arm. Nobody thinks that that's voodoo or some kind of, like, devil worship. They so easily could have just, like, covered it up with makeup. Yes! Like, it would not be that difficult. And the choice of them not doing it. Like, if they should have had a actual conversation as soon as they got in the past of being like, yo, you got to cover up your tattoos, blah, blah, yep. blah. Like, yep. don't bathe in front of anybody. Don't do any. Like, they could have played into it. And instead, they're expecting us all to ignore it. Like, if I find out that Tom Whalen has a freaking tattoo, I'm going to lose my mind. Yo, it's going to be sloppy like that. They're going to be, they're gonna be that sloppy. Yep. They're definitely going to be that sloppy. Also, why was freaking Jake peeing in the pond? Because people used to do that back then. And I think to be like, fuck you to what's his face. Because Tom Whalen obviously likes him more than he likes Jake. But this is what I'm saying. Like, So then like we see fucking Luke and Jake in a fight. Like Luke shoves Jake. And then all Jake does is threaten him. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so... That, that was the thing that really, like, this is the thing that I'm taking away from this show, which is why I feel like white people absolutely meddled in the making of this show. Mm-hmm. There is no, there are there are zero scenes so far that I can think of. I could be wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Other than maybe the first scene that we see with Dana potentially getting raped by that white guy, that, like, yeah. random dude. There's almost no scenes of violence that white people visit on black bodies 
almost yeah. zero scenes. Every time a black person gets hurt, every time there are black tears, every time there's black pain and suffering, it's at the hands of or only witnessed by other black people. It's mm -hmm. never because of white people. And yeah. I don't understand that. Like, what kind of story are you trying to tell? Like, we were literally owned by white people. They could mm -hmm. do whatever they wanted to us. Even the descriptions. When, when Tom Whalen talks about the sexual like prowess and 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 the sexual like fucking i don't know like the sexual activities mm -hmm. for lack of a better term that he has with winnie mm -hmm. he doesn't like the way that he's talking about it isn't like it's gross mm -hmm. but it's not disgusting enough mm -hmm. for what it actually was right like Kevin, it would have been a really great opportunity for Kevin to go and she uh, she approves of that and him yeah. going, what choice does she have? Yeah, that's the reality. It's not, oh, I took one of these slaves and I'm elevating her to white lady mm -hmm. status. because She has her own house and I care for her and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. No. When he's like, oh, I got her a house. So we're not running like pigs. That's for him. That's not for her. Yeah. Say that. That's the reality. Like, why are we doing this weird revisionist history where shit is just like not terrible, favorable to white people? Like, yeah. why are we worried about hurting white people's feelings? I don't know. Like every other <laughs> movie telling does the that. truth about history. Yeah. Like, like every other movie downplays slavery pretty much. Like, yeah. Why are you doing it in this in which that is a main focal point? I don't know. Like, it's fucking me up, though. It's yeah. fucking me up so bad. And then, favorite. like, then, like, the only I will I'm going to give the, I'm going to give the show this. Mm -hmm. I did have in this episode the first completely canon to the book scene that we've had yet. It's taken six episodes to get here. Mm -hmm. The 10 seconds that they spend in Tom Whalen's library where he finds Dana reading for the first time. Yeah. If you want to see the book in the show, go to episode six, fast forward it so you get to the library, mm -hmm. watch that four and a half minute clip, and then turn it off. That's as, that's as much as you're getting from the book. That and one scene. Even that, like, when she goes back in the room and, he, like, Kevin comes in and is like, you have to be careful. And she gets all pissy with Kevin. Like, he didn't say, don't do it. He didn't say anything. Like, he said, hey, just be more careful. Because you know she's I mean? like, don't you tell me my fucking business. But I'm just like, it's it's hard because in that scene, I was just like, she should already know that she needs to be careful, number one. He shouldn't yeah. be in a position to tell her that, right? What they're doing is that whole shit over again, right? Where it's mm -hmm. like, oh, well, you know, like, let me have this white man tell this black woman about what about her business. Like, let me have this white man educate this black woman about black music, right? Like, mm -hmm. they're doing that again. They're having this white dude be like, let me advocate on behalf of all the black people fucking avatar style right? White savior style. I'm going to advocate for all these black people that you are harming other black person. Why are you harming your own people? You need mm -hmm. to be careful. I'm like, get, I swear to God, I swear yeah. to God, this fucking show, like this show. I mean, I, I might have an aneurysm by the end mm -hmm. of it. I, I really might. Like, I just, I, wow, wow, wow. Like, and she's staring at him and getting shitty with him, even though he's right. And like the fact that he's right just makes it worse. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's correct in his assertions just makes it a thousand percent worse. And like, I don't, 
like she's such an overwhelmingly privileged character. Yeah. Like in the book, there is so much of like a revelation that happens for her. There's so much enlightenment that happens for Dana. And Dana already knows a lot of this information about her history. She already knows a lot of information about black history and slavery. And I would argue that most black people do. It might be a little different today, right? Gen Z, that might've been watered down through Gen Z because of our experiences. And there's a lot of things, I mean, Beyonce is like the queen of the world, right? There are a lot of things that have made it easier for black people to kind of have a blurred line of how mm-hmm. bad things used to be for previous generations, right? Because mm-hmm. things are, are are happening now that are arguably better. But then in 2020, I think it really mobilized a lot of people when George Floyd was murdered, right? Mm-hmm. Like to recognize the realities of the situation, to recognize the fact that to a certain extent, Black people are still kind of chattel because it's left to a jury to decide if stepping on somebody long enough that you asphyxiate them is murder, right? Like that shouldn't be a national case. It shouldn't be a national Mm -hmm. case that if you fire bullets into somebody's house because you're serving a no-knock warrant and that person is is innocent, that you murdered them. And if the person is guilty, it's still murder, but you Mm -hmm. thought maybe they had a gun and therefore it's self-defense. None of that was the case with Breonna Taylor. Right. Mm -hmm. So like in 2020, I feel like a lot of people had to step back and go, I don't care that Beyonce is popular. I don't care that we had a black president. I don't care that Kamala Harris is in office. I don't care. Right. Or Kamala Harris is running at that time. Right. Mm -hmm. None of that mattered. None of that mattered because the reality had hit. Right. The reality hit January 6th when those when those white people stormed the Capitol and fucking ran down a black officer. Right. Mm -hmm. Like there's no blurred line there. So if you're talking about someone in 2016, right, who should already know about their history because she's about my age and I know how much I know about my history just from my mom educating me and reading books because it was never brought up in school, right? Mm -hmm. She should know at least as much as I do, if not more, because she's got a historical brownstone and a grandmother that lived there her whole life, right? If anything, she should have even more history than I do. Yeah. But like, she knows none of that. I don't care how shitty your grandparent like is if your grandparents raising you i cannot fathom like especially in a historic brownstone yes i cannot fathom not knowing a single thing no nope and like the red cops were there you know what i mean yes she had she has like a family tree yeah like it's bullshit like the whole way that this is constructed is just so sloppy like it's a fucking mess Mm -hmm. and like then we go back and have more conversation with white people right then like somebody comes into town to visit because margaret's like obsessed with rufus taking a a wife even though he's still 10 years old right and like he they meet this this new girl or whatever and she compliments how comely the slave is and i'm just like this is dumb why would you compliment how attractive someone's slave is like i don't what is that yeah like i don't care about these white people i'm so sorry like my partner is white. Both my partners are white, right? Like mm-hmm. my 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 dad is white. Like it's not that I am anti-white for anyone who's listening. That's not it at all. It's that this is a book that's supposed to be about a black woman's experience. Mm-hmm. And there are whole ass swaths of time where it's just white people talking to each other. Like yeah. everything's normal and like everything is fine. And it has no place in this show. It has no place in this narrative. It has no mm-hmm. place in, in anything that Butler is doing because that is not who she is. And that's not who she was. It's not what her work stands for. Like mm-hmm. it's just awful. Mm-hmm. And I hate it. And like, I can't wait I, to I, like Ouija board Butler. Reason. Yeah, because like it's it's so I like her work is really great. I've mm-hmm. I'm I am unfortunately not caught up because like time just has gotten away from me. I haven't read 
her uh, parables, Parable of the Sower and some of those other books that are in that are in a series. Mm-hmm. I have not read those, but I read Fledgling yeah. and Fledgling is a diverse story. There's people of all races in it, right? It's a vampire. Mm-hmm. It's a vampire story. Yeah. Um, people of all races are in it. Um, but there's still a centralized plot about black women and black femininity and black womanhood. Mm-hmm. Right. Despite it being a vampire novel. Mm-hmm. So like this is what I mean. Like it's just not what she would have wanted. Mm-hmm. and it's not what she would have written like it's it's bad like it's really bad and then like it is the way that dana talks to winnie when she goes back to the cabin for a second right like mm-hmm. like she's just so like rude dismissive and too. dismissive yeah. and like holier than thou mm-hmm. like you're talking to somebody who is raped every night by their by their slave master and you're gonna talk to her like what she's some piece of shit like she's complaining too much of course yeah. she wants to go back where it's comfortable. She could be killed here, right? And Dana's like, well, if you go back there, you know, he's going to fucking hurt you because he thinks you tried to poison him. And she's like, but I didn't try to poison him. All the more reason to be kind to this girl. She is yeah. literally a victim, right? Yeah. Aunt Sarah put the fucking poison in the icing. Mm-hmm. She's going to get hurt because somebody else wanted to make sure that they had job security. And while, yeah, that sucks and is absolutely not something Aunt Sarah would have done, by the way, because she understands that shit, right? Literally. Like, they try to put Aunt Sarah, they try to lump Aunt Sarah in with that other lady that tried to sabotage Dana in the book that they had to kick mm-hmm. the shit out of, right? So yeah. shitty and ugly of them. But like, I understand why Winnie is scared. And Dana's like, just get get over yourself. Like, basically looks at her and is just like, wake up. Yeah. Like, what? I don't know. I don't get it. It hurts my feelings. No one has a problem with the way that Dana or Kevin talk. No. In the book, they were Nobody like, why can- do you talk like that? Where are you yeah. from? He's like, oh, upstate New York. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, you're from, like, the wilderness then of New York. That's why you talk like that. Yeah. Like, well, it's like, also, everybody talks, like, really... I don't know how to say this, but, like, modern, I guess? Yeah. Like, everybody talks the same way. And yep. that's incredibly strange for me. It's like the yeah. comic book. Like, me and yep. you both noticed that in the comic book. We were like, ooh. Like, I don't know if they were terrified, like, when they were writing this of being racist or mm-hmm. what the fuck happened. Because that's what it feels like. It feels yeah. like they were scared of getting, like, absolutely roasted by people who had never read the book. Mm-hmm. So they just decided to not. Right. But it's to like, if that's, if that's but your it's problem. But it's awkward. Yeah. Don't, don't adapt Kindred. Yeah. Adapt anything else. You have there's yeah. so much literature out there that if you're like, oh, I don't really want to like hurt any feelings or step on any toes because I'm worried people won't understand, then like don't adapt kindred, don't ruin it. Yep. Do not ruin it. So then we have Celeste. Yeah. Luke's Luke's wife. Yeah. Who doesn't exist in the book. We have Celeste give birth. I thought I was crazy for a second because I was like, I have no idea who this girl is. Yeah, me either. Same. Okay. Yeah, she um, gives birth, starts seizing, and then they like ask for Tom to come. Why? Yeah, What's he gonna do? I don't know. Like he's not gonna save her. Like yeah. And like the thing that fucks me up the most, right, is obviously this is all Dana's fault. She goes into pre labor and early into early labor because she hasn't had any food to eat, which means that like Luke took those 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 fucking rations, yeah. and gave them probably to the kids on the plantation because yeah. like. 
if she had eaten something, like, even if it was only a little bit, maybe it could have staved that off. Mm-hmm. What it looked like she went through, just, like, understanding historical shit and having watched Downton Abbey, it mm-hmm. looks like she had eclampsia, right? Mm-hmm. Like, which, that used to kill many, 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 many women back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and still is a problem. Like, still, you can still absolutely die from eclampsia today. Like, mm-hmm. it can be stopped and we have medicine and treatments and stuff, but people can still die like that. Mm-hmm. Black women. So part of the reason that this was so violent for me. There is a similar scene, two di- two different similar scenes mm-hmm. in HBO's uh, Reign of Fire or Reign okay. of whatever it is. The new the new the new uh, Game of Thrones show, the Game of Thrones spinoff. Oh, about um, the Targaryens. I think that's what it is, right? Rings it's not Ring of Power. Power. Ring no, of Power is Lord of the Rings yeah. on Amazon. This is, I think, Reign of Fire. I think it's what it's called. Probably. But anyway, I don't know. It doesn't matter. So whatever new game of thrones mm-hmm. so there are two scenes in the new game of thrones one of which results in death of a woman giving birth mm-hmm. and like it's been panned right if you look it up online people are really offended by it a lot of people stopped watching the show because of it mm-hmm. like it feels very gratuitous and unnecessary mm-hmm. this scene is about on par it's just less bloody there's less blood yeah. than the game of thrones version right it's offensive to have mm-hmm. to watch a woman go through that like you could just as easily tell rather than show there's a bunch of shit they should be showing that they're not and there's a bunch of shit they should be telling that they're not right Mm -hmm. they can't decide which is better which to me shows a lack of empathy and a lack of caring Mm -hmm. and as i'm watching this happen to this woman right as i'm watching her basically just like die on Mm -hmm. in childbirth like it's especially fucked up because this is still a problem because of racism in america black women have higher mortality rates when they're pregnant Mm -hmm. than white women do because Mm -hmm. Doctors, right? A lot of doctors carry their their internalized racism, right? Mm-hmm. Their subconscious racism and subconscious bias with them to their fields. So it's very difficult for a lot of black people, particularly women, to get good medical treatment in this country. I say that as somebody who had endometriosis at stage four, which is the worst that it can get. Mm-hmm. I was barely clinging to sanity one day. Mm-hmm. Like I had completely lost it. I was clammy. I had been vomiting. I couldn't keep any food down. I was in so much pain. My eyes were rolling around in my head. Like I was gone. Like I was, I, w- I was in and out. And my partner who, like I said, is a white man, um, took me to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So I go to the hospital. I give them all the information that they need to know about my condition. It only happens once a month, right? It's like two to th- two weeks out of the month. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in pain. It's really bad. Uh, some days it's worse than others. And then this is the worst it's ever been. And it's Mm -hmm. only when I'm about to have my period or do have my period, right? It's pretty obvious. This is what's going on, right? Like Mm -hmm. I didn't know what endometriosis was, but when someone tells you I'm extreme pain around my moon cycle, that should Mm -hmm. give you all the information that you need to at least investigate that it's endometriosis or fibroids, right? Mm -hmm. That's the most obvious answer for a patient that has a uterus is -hmm. to look there. Mm -hmm. Hey, I have uterus pain. Okay, let me look at your uterus, right? That's the obvious answer. Mm-hmm. I went to the first hospital. They gave me, um, they made me drink a uh, barium liquid so that they could give me a CT scan because they mm-hmm. were like, it's obviously your stomach. And I'm like, it's not my stomach. It's my ovaries. It's cramps, but it's worse than cramps. And they were yeah. like, well, cramps aren't usually that bad. So it has to be something else. I'm like, I have sciatica. They're like, oh, you must have a back injury. I'm like, Okay. So then I go, they're like, there's nothing wrong with you. They, they, they dismiss me. They're like, here's some, Ad- here's some Advil. Good luck. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm in a cold sweat. Yeah. Like barely, barely able to speak between like spasms. Mm-hmm. So then I go to the second hospital. 
they're like, we already saw that you were seen by this other hospital or a network. Mm-hmm. We can't see you. I'm like, yeah, but they mm-hmm. didn't get to the core of the issue. I need help. They were like, nope, go somewhere else. Mm. So the third hospital was a private hospital, which, of course, is going to be more expensive. Yeah. They check me in, right? Only after the woman is like, I can't give you drugs, ma'am. Okay? I understand you really want them. You look like you're going through withdrawal pretty badly, but I can't give you any drugs. All right? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I can give you I can give you Tylenol. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, we have drug cessation programs if you need it, okay? If whatever you're addicted to, we can get you the help that you need. Assumed that I was lying about my pain oh, and that what she God. was actually seeing was me having withdrawal symptoms. Until I finally just lost my mind. Uh-huh. I screamed at the top of my lungs. I got up off of the bed. At this point, I had bled through my pad because I was, I'm sorry, dear viewer, if this is TMI, mm-hmm. but I, I was I was bleeding so profusely. Mm -hmm. That like I got up and there was like blood there Mm -hmm. and I'm like screaming at this lady with like what power I had left in me. I don't care about your fucking drugs. I just want to know what's wrong with me. I need this to stop. I am in pain. I need this to stop. And I'm like crying. Mm -hmm. Like my partner is like holding me up because I can barely support myself with my own legs. They put me in the hospital and still don't look to see if I have endometriosis. Just put some drugs in my system, waited until I felt better and dismissed me. Jesus Christ. Thousands of dollars in hospital bills for them to not hear anything that I said. So if that happened to me in 2012, mm-hmm. what was it like in fucking 1815, 1816, yeah. right? For this lady, like black women die in childbirth all the time mm-hmm. because of provider bias, mm-hmm. racial bias from their provide from their healthcare providers. Mm-hmm. And they're, you're going to put this in a show. They just came out with a documentary that's also available on Hulu mm-hmm. about black woman black pregnant women's mortality rates right like they just made a, a brand new documentary that is mm-hmm. on hulu right now that you could watch right after watching kindred on hulu that's all about mortality rates in black women and yet you still put this in your show and you drag it out it's not even like it's quick like it's a good like what it's 10 the majority scene? of the episode i'm not gonna lie to you like it, like oh. it's it's brutal yeah like it is brutal like no white people are responsible for this violence right mm-hmm. why are they showing these close-ups of this woman seizing there's no content warnings on any of this Mm-mm. right no content warnings whatsoever why do we have to watch black pain this way like why are we instructed to watch black pain this way like yeah. over the last however many years that people have been you know really using social media to combat police brutality we've been watching mm-hmm. black pain and yeah. suffering right that's real why am i do why are we revisiting this in this way, especially manufactured. I could see if you were showing what happened in the book, re- revisiting the pain that Dana sees and that Dana experiences, right? Mm-hmm. And that other people in the book experience, fine. That's one thing, right? Yeah. The, that's what the book is about. The book is about Black suffering. Mm-hmm. But to introduce new ways to make your Black woman character suffer? Yeah. Like, that's atrocious to me. Like, it's atrocious. Like, were the actions and consequences in the book not good enough? Like, I don't understand. I feel like the hardest part to me, too, is that this is, like, played in a way of, like, obviously this is something that can occur to today. Sure. really does not have anything to do with slavery. No! Like, that's the part that, like, really fucks me up, is that, like, this is an awful thing to happen to a human being, but, like, it still has nothing to do with the circumstances Dana finds herself in. Like, this can can happen to anybody. Yeah, at, at any point, at any time, I I can I can only assume mm-hmm. that the reason that Celeste is there 
And the reason that we see her lose her baby and go through all of that is because when Kevin is away mm-hmm. and Dana goes back to the back to her time, right, mm-hmm. and comes home, he t- she's like, why are you different? Like, your eyes have changed. Mm-hmm. What is this about you? Like, what's happening? Right? Mm-hmm. I can only imagine that the reason that we're getting this 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 version of events mm-hmm. is because Kevin tells her that he saw a black woman slave tied to a tree by her wrists and mm-hmm. beaten until the baby fell onto the ground. That does happen yeah. in the book. Yeah. That is something that Kevin sees. That's the only reason that I could possibly think that they would have this scene in because they thought, well, it's not as bad as that. But at least that is showing the realities of slavery. Mm-hmm. They didn't care that you were pregnant. It didn't matter. The only reason that it mattered is because they had another slave that was going to come out of you soon. Mm-hmm. They didn't care if if they were hurting you in the process, yeah. as long as the baby was healthy. And granted, Tom Whalen does come in and say, save the baby who cares about the mother, mm-hmm. right? Like save the baby because like we can have more kids, especially if it's a girl. Yeah. She can make me more slaves, basically, even though they don't have him say it that way, which is how he absolutely should have said it because that's how he thinks. Yeah. Right? Like... I just, I, I mean, it's horrifying. Like, it's horrifying. Like, down to, like, we kind of skipped over the, the the scene where, like, that one slave is, um, they're all talking at the table, him and his white, his white guests, and she has, like, her stomach's growling. Yeah. Because she's so hungry. And, like, it's super obvious in the room. I'm like, is this supposed to be comic relief? I don't, Because the gurgling so. is, like, it's, like, it's comedic, like, yeah. almost. Like the look on the slave's face, the lady's like, "Oops!" Like, is this supposed to be funny? I like, don't know. Like, it just does not make sense to me at all. Because- like, she's serving at the table, and her stomach is growling so loud that the other white guy is like, "Is everything okay with your slaves?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, you're caught us in the middle of disciplinary measures." And then the guy goes, "Well, hopefully you solve it soon." And if that's the end of this, that's the end of the scene. I'm like. Why did you need this scene in the show? Like, what's what purpose did this serve? That other white people don't care that you mistreat your slaves? Like, I don't understand. Well, it's like the thing that I think bothers me the most about this is that if this was true, just actual slavery, he would have, like, whipped people. Yeah. And done the food strike. So, like, yeah. pretending that, like, Tom Whalen isn't that bad because he's only making them go hungry. Yeah. Hurts me. It really yeah. hurts me. It's gross. It's just, at this point, these aren't even rose-colored glasses. Like, they've sharpied no. them in, you know? This is what I don't understand, though. Like, at the end of the day, right, if you compared this to another marginalized group of people, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you've got a show about the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. And in the show, there are Nazis. Mm-hmm. And the Nazis are evil. They're mm-hmm. hot, but they're evil, mm-hmm. right? They're vi- They're physically attractive, Mm-hmm. But they're also terrible people, right? Yeah. Who don't really care. Mm-hmm. And one of the Nazis takes one of the Jewish women out of the internment camp and gives her her own house mm-hmm. because he's sleeping with her, right? Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. raping her, sleeping with her. Mm-hmm. Even though that's obviously not what she wants, even though she probably has a husband, yeah. right? Who cares? Then you've got scenes in the internment camp. Where Jewish people are hurt, but it's just Jewish people hurting other Jewish people. It's not Nazis hurting Jewish people. All the Nazis are doing are like laying it on thick and saying, hey, don't you look me in the eye, Jewish person. And, mm-hmm. you know, threatening to slap Jewish people around if they don't act right. Mm-hmm. But the only pain and suffering that Jewish people are experiencing are at the hands of other Jewish people. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. 
why Nobody why okay do they think that. it works here like i don't know i don't understand like i don't know if they assume that like people are just gonna be happy that there's at least a movie with black people in it or like i don't i'm just confused like i don't i just don't get it i don't get it at all at all i i I missed the point of this show completely like i'm watching it and i'm just like black people should be offended white people should be if everybody who watches this should just be like fuck this show like i i don't know who it's for I don't know if it's for white people. I don't know if it's for black people. I don't know if it's for, it's clearly not for anyone who's a fan of Octavia Butler and her right and no. her work. Right. It's clearly not, it's clearly not for you if you like Octavia Butler, mm-hmm. but like, I don't, I don't understand it at all. And it's deeply offensive. Like, again, if this, if this, if the roles are reversed and this were about Jewish people, I'd be equally offended. Right. Yeah. I would be just as offended if this were the story that I just kind of like compared it to. Right. Of like yeah. Jewish people, that like are are in this situation because Nazis put them there, but then the Nazis aren't really that bad. Like that's that's disgusting. Like that's fucked up. Like you can't show somebody's history and then minimize it, right? Mm-hmm. Especially a history that we're still seeing the ripples of today. Yeah. Right? It's not as though it just completely vanished and this is like Neolithic times and we don't really know what happened and there's saber-toothed tigers and shit, right? Yeah. Like this isn't like a this is there's no there's no supposing what happened. Mm-hmm. We have actual slave narratives that tell us what happened. Mm-hmm. First hand accounts from both white people and black people of what slavery was actually like, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like white people back then thought that they were like evil for doing yeah. this. Right. They thought that they were just and right in the world and that it was there. It was because they're white that God gave them the gift of slaves. Right. Mm-hmm. To, quote unquote, educate and use for their their own purposes. Right. White, it's not like white people were walking around like, haha, I'm so evil using human beings like animals. That's yeah. not what they thought. So when they wrote about it and there were there were white people writing and theorizing about slavery back then, they justified it. Even I mean, we talked about this briefly in our in our last podcast, even Uncle Tom's Cabin, right? Harriet Beecher Stowe wrote that super piece of shit racist Garbo Garbo novel, right? As an abolitionist, Mm -hmm. she was on the side of abolishing slavery. What she was trying to do was show was show how human black people were. Mm-hmm. right it's super offensive it's a horrible book when you read it now it's it's awful right it's mm-hmm. it's shocking but back then it was like why is this white woman so sympathetic to these black people like it was yeah. seen as like a triumph of, of of humanity right like how is this show worse than uncle tom's cabin i don't i don't know i'm, I don't I'm understand. just so confused so then, like, so then, like, Dana and Luke go out, and 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 Luke, Dana finds Luke digging a grave for his dead baby and his dead wife, and you find out that the baby isn't even Luke's; it's Tom Whalen's. Because yeah. ever since they were kids, which I don't, again, they can't. I'm going to circle back to ever since he and Tom Whalen were kids. I'm going to circle yeah. back to that in a second because yes. it shows how sloppy this fucking show is. Correct, it's crazy. Um, like. He's talking about how he's he and he and Nigel are going to be there until they die. And in my head, I'm like, number one, you could be sold at any time. So why do you think you're going to be there until you die? Mm-hmm. Like slaves understood their realities because their families used to get sold off. They knew that they wouldn't necessarily stay on a plantation. Part mm-hmm. of what kept slaves in line was the threat of being sold away from their families. Mm-hmm. So him saying me and me and Nigel are going to be here until we die. No, that's he would never say that. Yeah. Right. So then like. 
1816, right? We've got over a hundred years of slavery in America at this point. Mm-hmm. He has illusions about his life. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm totally going to get a cabin and acreage. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm going to get a cabin and an acreage. So in, he's probably about 35. So in 35 years, mm-hmm. you think this man is a man of his word? This is the first time that you're su- that you're surprised he didn't stick to his word. The first time that like, the first time that he had sex with a woman that you loved, that you were courting. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't have been the first time that you went, oh, this motherfucker right here. Yeah. And then circling back to the ever since we was boys. Okay, number one. Mm-hmm. That palatial estate clearly belongs to his first wife. Yeah, it belonged to not Hannah. Him. He doesn't have money. He mm-hmm. got lucky marrying Hannah, right? Mm-hmm. It's obvious. Margaret Whalen has no money either. They keep their shit alive by trying to leech money from the Brodises, who are the new relations of hannah right Mm -hmm. the the relations that are left behind hannah's sister and then her man right her Mm -hmm. husband so like if if he's if if luke and tom have known each other since they were boys since they were children Mm -hmm. where did he grow up because aunt sarah was hannah and um and uh, what are her sister uh, Isabel? I think her name is, uh, or whatever Isadora. his sister's name is, Isadora. So Isadora and Hannah grew up with Aunt mm-hmm. Sarah, and Aunt Sarah establishes I've been I, I've been here longer than anybody. Mm-hmm. So that means that that's where Hannah grew up. So mm-hmm. how has Nigel known Tom all this time? How have they known each other since Luke. they were boys? That yeah. How has Luke known him since? And this is what I'm saying. It's so confusing because Luke is in like nothing of the original story, and it's mostly Nigel, and now we only have Luke, and I I'm know. extra confused. I'm so sorry. But like, how is it that Tom and Luke have known each other this entire time, right? Since they were boys. Mm -hmm. But also, this is not Tom's plantation. It's his plantation now because his wife died. I don't don't know. Like, none of that makes any sense. Like, none of that makes any sense. It's what? It's so badly written. Like, it's, it's, it's so sloppy. Mm -hmm. Like, I've never seen such sloppy writing. Like, there's nobody that's trying to kind of look for continuity who edited this were they under a time crunch i don't, I don't understand did we rush know. to get this out like like the thing i don't understand it about this is why is it that every adaptation so far we've had of octavia butler's stuff like the comic book and now this mm-hmm. so bad like it seems like they're being like pushed to get it out yeah you know and yeah I don't and not taking the time to actually read the book yeah. and have like a, and have an actual analysis in-depth discussion about it. Like that's what it seems like. It seems like somebody like read through the book was like, "Wow, black girl time travel. That's really cool. We should make mm-hmm. a movie about that." Didn't understand the bits and pieces. Yeah. And just erased it from it. Like the comic book I can give a pass to mm-hmm. only because they are they're trying to abridge the text, right? Yeah. They're trying to condense it so that they don't have this gigantic omnibus mm-hmm. sized book, right? Of the comic mm-hmm. that I understand. It's a lot of frames. It's a lot of panels to illustrate. I get it. Right. Fine. I will give the tiniest of passes mm-hmm. to the comic, but the show, like the show? it's just, it's flagrant. It's flagrant. It's, it's an abuse of, it's an abuse of, of power in my opinion mm-hmm. of being able to, have the hubris that you could improve upon something that was already so excellent. 
Yeah. I just, I don't understand. I really don't. Like, so the only thing I was thinking about the other day, too, about the show is the thing I will give them a pass is if they wanted this to be three seasons over three years and they don't want Corona to be involved. That's what I was thinking about recently. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, still, in modern day, not much time should pass. Mm-mm. So, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand Mm-mm. why it's dated in 2016. Or, simultaneously, you could have just said, okay, it's present day, but no corona. And I would have been like, yeah, yeah I get it. Because you don't want to have to deal with bringing yeah. an actual pandemic into the past. And that's fine. Absolutely. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense. And there's just, there's so many flaws with this that I I just don't understand. I don't understand at all. Oh, and then we got to talk about Kevin telling Margaret to leave Tom. Oh my God. Yeah. See, this is this is what I'm saying. So that whole section, I just wrote, I don't care about these white people. Literally. <laughs> I didn't take any notes on it. Because I was like, I don't care, dude. Like, between her, like, rolling up on him hard and him mm-hmm. being like, leave him and go find someone who can care for you. And then she, like, puts her hand on top of his, like, hey, baby, you can care about me. And he's yeah. like, ugh, no. And then, like, when she leaves, though, he's like, Walmart, Walgreens, Target. I'm like, does this mean you're tempted? I don't know what that means. Is, you, is his reaction of, like, having to, like, remind himself that the future exists, is it because, like, he's tempted by Margaret? Like... You know what I'm saying? Like, if he's there with Dana, they just spent the whole night fucking. Like, you'd think it wouldn't be difficult for him to resist this racist white woman who's not even that cute, right? Yeah. But, like, when she leaves, he's, like, trying to repeat his mantra. Like, he needs to, I don't know, like, fix his mind or something? I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know. It's just, I'm going to be honest, and this may be a little controversial, but I would have been a lot more pleased if they didn't allow a single white person to write direct or anything this entire movie absolutely like absolutely but that's never going to happen because you know know. that like they again i feel like what happened was i would love to have read the original script whatever was originally presented that's what i want to get my hands on i want the original script because again like when you have an all when you have a mostly black crew and a mostly black stable of directors a mostly Mm -hmm. black community of writers there are some there are some names in there that are obviously not black people. Some of them sound like they might be Jewish people, which again, like I feel like if you have a Jewish writer that understands genocide, right? Which slavery mm-hmm. was absolutely a kind of genocide, American slavery. Like when you have someone who understands that, they're not going to do shitty things with the text, right? So in my mind, I'm like, who made the final decisions, right? Was this, and everybody decided that we didn't want to make it a big bummer. So instead they decided to like, to t- t- change a lot of the problems that were happening in the original, but then created new worse problems Mm -hmm. through that. Or is this a situation where we're talking about one person at the top, seeing this, this, this very true story to the Mm -hmm. book that's being made and goes, Oh no, well, you know, that's too much. Cause I get it. Right. Like Harry, the, the last, the last Harry Potter book, right. I'm not about Harry Potter. Fuck turfs. Fuck JK Rowling. Right. Mm -hmm. But just using it as an example, 
the very final Harry Potter book has get away from him, you bitch, right? With with between Mrs. Weasley and Bellatrix, right? Mm-hmm. It's got, you know, one of the Weasley twins getting his ear ripped off, right? It's mm-hmm. got blood, it's got cursing, it's got like if you actually adapted the last book of Harry Potter word for word, scene by scene, frame by frame, mm-hmm. it would be rated R right? Mm-hmm. Like when you show things, they definitely get more visceral, they get scarier, they get worse, they get more intense, mm-hmm. right? I totally understand that. Showing every single thing, like for example, the woman being tied to a tree that's pregnant and getting beat until she has her baby, right? That would be a horrific thing to have to watch. Mm-hmm. That would be revisiting some serious harm and doing harm to your audience. I understand that. But don't show it at all and talk about it, if that's mm-hmm. the case. Mm-hmm. Have someone verbally say, this is what happened to Celeste. Instead of showing this black woman in pain, have yeah. Olivia come out with blood all over her. I couldn't save her. Yeah. Why do you have to show the actual scene of this lady, a close up of her face as she's seizing? Anybody who has like epilepsy or who has any kind of brain disorder, like that's mm-hmm. going to be fucked up for them to be watching a show and then suddenly have to deal with that. Like there should be trigger warnings and content warnings all over this content, mm-hmm. like all over it. I mean, like I don't understand how this isn't just common knowledge at this point and it's super duper offensive Mm -hmm. like it's 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 heartbreaking Mm -hmm. honestly to me what they're doing to this it's a disaster yeah and like i'm glad that like i have you to talk to about it like because i would have stopped if we weren't doing it for the podcast oh my god i would have stopped forever ago but like i just i'm glad that i can at least talk to you about it because Mm -hmm you've read the book because not a lot of people have read this book. So when I'm trying to talk to people about it, I can only tell them what it should be versus what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. But even that is like a really long winded discussion. I can't just mm-hmm. be like, so remember this in the book? Well, I have to be like, so in the book, yeah, once upon a time. Right. And I have to like recount the entire thing. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm very, very thankful that like you and I took the time to do an in-depth analysis of it because like, yeah. I love that book so much and being able to talk to you about it is really helping. Like I am so crestfallen <laughs> over this show and i could not be more happy like i could not be more excited that we only have two episodes left i could not be more thrilled i know see the funny thing too about this book specifically is this book is exactly what i wanted for the longest time like for history i wanted Mm -hmm. to be told in a way like this book tells you like i wanted everything to be able to be narrative instead of having to Mm -hmm. read a textbook and like try and distill down exactly what's happening because you get like two paragraphs about world war ii and you're like okay now i know everything if you Mm -hmm. instead gave me something like this where it's written for a modern reader and Mm -hmm. be like here's the tragedy that occurred it's a lot easier for most people to experience absolutely you know and this is so this book like was something i wanted for so long but didn't know how to get Mm-hmm. and for them to do it to this like this book of all books it's so incredibly important yeah it irks me yeah and i just i don't get it i don't no i don't understand nope. it's, it's it's deeply hurtful honestly yeah. and like it hurts even more to be in a position where i have to like negatively critique a show that mm-hmm. like should mean a lot Mm-hmm. A show that does have a lot of black people working on it. Like, I don't want to trash Jasnica Bravo or the guy that's the showrunner or like any of these people. I don't want to trash them and make them feel bad about their work. Like, that's not what yeah. I want to do. Right. Like, I want to uplift black creators mm-hmm. and I want to see them do more. I did like the, some of the some of the directors have done other things that have been great. Yeah. But like I'm watching this and I'm just like, this is awful. Like, this is really brutal. And it's 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 dark and it's grim dark almost. And it's like gratuitous and it's 
it's just beyond offensive. And I took the coloration out of the like, you know how they made everything like really like black and gray color scheme in the past. Mm -hmm. Do you notice they kind of took that out? Like that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I did notice that. Like, so side note, Mm -hmm. I was browsing Netflix the other day. Mm-hmm. And I saw a movie that was in the hidden gems section called Sankofa. And I'd heard of Sankofa. Like I did some black, uh, some black cinema studies in college. I took a couple of classes. Mm-hmm. Um, we did watch Sankofa. We watched, you know, a couple of other movies that were also kind of really important that were standout movies in, you know, black cinema and, and history. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been meaning to watch it and I kind of mm-hmm. forgot about it for a while. And then I happened upon it the other day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch that and let you know what I think because the theme of Sankofa is a uh, there's a woman, a black American model mm-hmm. who is on a shoot in Ghana and she wakes up finding herself transported back to slavery. So I don't know if that's maybe an early attempt at adapting Kindred, mm-hmm. if it's just borrowing the story of Kindred, if Butler is in any way credited toward it. I haven't really been able to do any research because it was like last night, really or like late, like it was like one in, one in the morning or something mm-hmm. that I saw this uh, last night. So I haven't had a chance to really look into it, but I'll do that research and I'll report back as to whether or not it is something that, you know, might be borrowing from Kindred and how how they how they treat it, because it's not a new movie at all. It's an old movie. I think it's from the 80s, maybe. So um yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm curious to know if it's if it echoes Kindred or if it's based upon Kindred, because mm-hmm. um, there has to be something better than this. You know what yes. I mean? Like, yes, I, I do have to mention the final note though of this episode, mm-hmm. just because I feel like we're getting to the wrap up phase. Um, what the fuck was up with Margaret just being at the door? Was that supposed to be her listening into the whole conversation? Was that supposed to be her coming on to Kevin? Like, I don't understand what that scene was. I was very confused. So, I think the reason for that is... um I personally think that the reason for that is because... Margaret puts her hand on Kevin's hand, right? Mm-hmm. Is interested. She makes a move, right? She looks at him like, maybe we can be together. Mm-hmm. He hesitates. I think she read that. And this is another reason why I was like, was he tempted? Because yeah. she goes to his door, I think. Because again, at the end, at the very end, one of the last things we see, Tom Whalen calls Kevin into his office. And Kevin's like nervous to go. Yeah. And he gets there and Tom's like, oh, Margaret told me she wants to take uh music lessons with you she wants Mm -hmm. to learn how to play the piano and since rufus isn't as musical as i thought he could be she'll just take half of his lessons Mm -hmm. so you're teaching both of them right Mm -hmm. which is a cheap ass thing to do number one and number two fine right he's going to teach both of them so of course he's like fuck she's going to want to nail me and she's going to flirt with me every lesson and that's going to be rough and whatever right we're gonna be sitting next to each other at this piano bench she wants to spend more time with me yada yada so like when she goes to his door I think it's to be like, hey, we're going to be seeing a lot more of each other. I think she goes there in a romantic way mm-hmm. to be like, hey, like I thought about it. I'm going to leave him or, hey, like, you know, you gave me this advice earlier and mm-hmm. this is what I think. Or, hey, you're going to make it bearable for me. You know, I'm just a little old white lady and like my husband is terrible and you're a big, nice white guy and you need to take care of me. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's what it was. I think she was going she was knocking at his door 
to talk to him in a, either a romantic or friendship way. Mm -hmm. But when he opened the door a little too wide and she saw Dana standing there, she walks away because I think in the next episode, there's going to be hell to pay because Dana has already been talked to about not staying in there. He's already been told that she can't stay in there. And yet there she is in his bedroom on top of the fact that Margaret is going in there to try and flirt with him. Like, why would you not be like Dana get under the fucking bed right now or why wouldn't she hide? I don't know. I don't know. This is what I'm saying. I didn't even write a note about it because I was just like, this is bullshit. This is such nonsense. Like, this is absolute garbage. And I don't, I I don't want to interact with it anymore. I got so tired by the end. I didn't even write about him going into him, him going into Tom's office. I didn't write about any of that in my notes. I was so, I was just so upset. I was just like, whatever. Oh, I did note that all of the lamps in that entire house are 1000% electric, not even like nicely trying to fool you at all. It just made me kind of laugh. Like, so little care was put into this movie. I hate it. I don't know who came out with the red pen to like change things because I, I feel like you do where the original script was probably great and someone came in and ruined it. And I just yep. want to know who I just want to talk. Yeah. I don't know. The first electric streetlights were in 1878. Like Faraday invented the electric motor in 1821. So like there was definitely like the beginnings Mm -hmm. of electricity. But like not every single lamp in your entire house of a not so certainly not. Certainly not on a plantation in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And if you're going by the book standards, a poor plantation out of Mm -hmm. nowhere. No. 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 Just no. No. Can't deal. Nope. Nope. No. I just don't even know what to say. Me either. I feel like every episode ends this way. Where we're just like, well, (laughs) there you have it. (laughs) When we do Interview with a Vampire, the book, you guys will have a lot more fun. That's all I can say. Much more fun. Much, much more fun. Lots of sassy takes in that one. Oh yeah, <laughs> that book is just a lot better, like than this yeah. movie. You know, yeah, TV show, whatever. Yeah. Oh God, I just no thoughts, no nope. more opinions, just nope. sadness, just sadness. Well, <laughs> Candace, where can the people find you and your stuff? You can find me at Candace the Magnificent on Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. You can find me at that Candace Girl on Twitter. Uh, please follow me if you like uh, more hot takes from uh, Black non-binary people, um, as well as uh, TTRPG content, improv, video game streams, and ukulele concerts. I do a little bit of everything, so yeah, come hang out with me and be entertained. Yeah, and it's very good. And we will catch you all in the next episode. Bye. Bye.